It's the Hoffman Show here on a Thursday. I'm Team 980, always live on the free Odyssey app and streaming live on YouTube at the Team 980. It's our pleasure to welcome back a friend of the show from Syracuse University, from Reston, Virginia, the one, the only, Andrew Siciliano. Andrew, what's up, man? How are you? How are you? Do I have to call you? <clears throat> Do I have to call you Hoffman, or or to, can I call you Craig? You can call me Craig. Why would you call me Hoffman? Well, I mean, it's just like the, like the the branding coming in. Yeah, you know? that's true. That's true. I mean, I it, either one. I respond to both. I responded to worse, honestly. I mean, either those are my we two preferred. Have. But you yeah. know, we've all we've all been there. Uh, of course, Andrew, host of uh, many shows on and many of the live coverage you've been watching of all the coaching carousel and playoff coverage and free agency and all the things on NFL Network, but also uh, the play-by-play voice in the preseason for the Los Angeles Rams, which is specifically why I wanted to have him on. Today, uh, Andrew, as you well know, the commanders are interviewing, amongst others, Raheem Morris today for their vacant head coaching position. You've, you've gotten to know him over the years being out there in L.A. Like, What do you think of Raheem Morris's potential uh, a second time around as a head coach, as a much wiser, more seasoned man than the 33-year-old who got three years at the helm of Tampa all those years ago? I think he will be much better. I think um, like a lot of head coaches who got that first bite of the apple probably a little bit too soon, and I think Raheem would admit that it was probably a little bit too soon, um, a decade later, remember he had the interim tag there for a little bit in Atlanta as well, but a, yep. a decade later, he is a much wiser um, man, coach, leader, all of these things. He's a better football coach, too, just for a decade extra of experience. But I, I love the guy. Honestly, I, I can't endorse him enough. He is, um, I mean, get away from the X's and O's for a little bit. Um, as a people person as a leader as a source of energy and it isn't fake it's not like rah rah scream yell loudest guy in the room energy it's not that he has an electricity to him and maybe that's not even the right word like i've never seen a guy without a smile on his face and it's like genuine good-natured energy it's hard to really put into words but um I i can't speak better of a guy uh, what he will do for a building a room we overuse the word culture all the time in these interviews but for all of that I I think Raheem Morris is that guy honestly yeah I mean that's the thing I I didn't I didn't set you up with this way the uh, question wise but I, I could have led you in that direction by saying I've never met someone who doesn't absolutely love the guy, what do you think of him? Which could have set you up to give the answer you gave or be the first guy to say something bad about Raheem Morris. Uh, apparently it would have been the former, not the latter. Do you have any specific stories that can kind of illustrate that? I mean, as you said, it's kind of an omnipresent thing with him, but is there anything that immediately pops to mind kind of story-wise uh, from whether it's an interaction in a meeting or, or seeing sure. him on the sideline, whatever it may be? Yeah, you know, he's... um. He's so comfortable in his own skin. Like you just just watch him on the podium. There's no fakeness or all right. How do I say this here? Because I know I'm being filmed, and maybe this will be used in the other team's building against us this week as motivation. He's not that guy. He's just so comfortable because you know he's not going to step in it. But um, I think there are, there are two stories. Number one, it's well documented. Just you know the way he saved a kid's life in Vegas at the pool last off season. That's number one. Number two. 
Um, he has the last couple of years. We're very lucky with the Rams in the preseason in that Sean um, puts the headset on and is an analyst with us live on the field. Basically, I say analyst. He's calling plays and coaching wall on headset for at least one drive a game in the preseason. Um, and it's great that he's able to do that and that he allows um, his staff to do that. Well, Raheem does it as well. And Raheem, uh, like, honestly, he wants to stay on for, for multiple drives. He's a ham. Um, he understands it's the preseason. I'm, I'm not trying to suggest he's not taking the game seriously. He is. But normally in the preseason, he has one of his assistants um, actually called the defense during the game, and Sean does the same thing. He doesn't call plays. One of his assistants, usually his OC, that doesn't call plays in the regular season will call it. Um, so Raheem joins us on headset. He's hysterical. He's comfortable. He jokes. Um, you know, I, I've given him grief off there that why does he even need to be down there? Why doesn't he come upstairs and just <laughs> sit with us the entire game? Um, he claims he has lobbied to do that but gets turned down. Um, he would do it. He has a future in television if he wants to. Um, I, I know that's a long-winded example, but he, he's – I mean, he'll be your best friend, put it that way, if he gets there. Uh, like, he, he makes everyone feel like they're his best friend, but doesn't do it in, in a way that seems contrived or he wants something back from you. That's great. That's really good. And now uh, I feel like, Anthony, we need to go back in the uh, in NFL Game Pass archives and find – the Raheem Morris uh, drives with Andrew and the Rams crew in the preseason. Yeah, uh, so. I mean, we got we get Andrew Whitworth up in the booth, and yeah, um, and we're just we're just joking with him the entire time. It's great. That's great. Yeah, we do a, we do a heavy sound segment at the end of the radio show, so that sounds like it could be in real things, real people said in real microphones today. Andrew Siciliano, not just guesting, but helping produce the show, unbeknownst to him, uh, with go. us here on the Hoffman Show. Of course, Andrew, uh, NFL Network as well as the Rams uh, TV preseason. So kind of putting your NFL Network hat on for a moment, Andrew. When you look at this commander's job, they got the number one guy on the market for the GM uh, round of hirings uh, in Adam Peters, but for the head coach side of it, kind of in the national perspective, where do you rank this job in terms of you know potential candidates? I think it's it's pretty high for a couple of things. Number one, the new ownership and the new GM, and just a new slate, you know, wiping it clean, and the opportunity to get in there on the ground floor on something new that people are optimistic about. I think those are all positives. And that number two pick doesn't hurt, does it? No, not at all. Yeah, you you combined uh, new ownership, new GM, fresh attitude, um, fan base that that obviously we all know is is just dying and and energetic to get back in there for something new and fresh in the future. And the number two pick, I think it's pretty high. I mean. Look, you could say Atlanta has an owner willing to spend money and great skill position players and all those things. Sure, of course they do. Um, and a winnable division in the NFC South, more winnable right now than the NFC East. Yes, all those things. You say L.A. has the quarterback and Justin Herbert, the great weather and a brand new facility that's opening in the spring. Yes, all those things. It, 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 there, are, there is competition out there. But when you have the ability to truly start new and be in on the ground floor with the number two pick, I think that's pretty attractive. No doubt about it. Uh, you get the chance to talk to so many people around the league, um, and, and you just talked about Raheem and kind of that it factor he has. 
Were there any other of the candidates that you know for sure? I mean, it's one thing you hear about certain things where you're just like, oh, yeah, I either know that guy or I know someone that knows him. Uh, one degree of separation where you know they have that it factor on top of, I think, the things that we all see. Like, we know Mike McDonald can coordinate a defense. We know Ben Johnson can coordinate an offense. We see the results on the field. But that next level it factor that does so often go into being a successful head coach. Oh, I'll say this. If you talk to the people in Detroit, um, they they were so happy that Ben Johnson didn't leave and and they feel like they dodged a bullet last year when, when Ben was this close to taking a job and then backed out, um, maybe backed out. It's not the right way to say it decided to stay. I think Ben, Ben Johnson has the it's factor when it comes to coordinating and when it comes to uh, the belief that his guys, his offense have collectively in him. I think he does have that it factor. Um, Thomas Brown, who, yeah, I do know from here with the Rams, I think Thomas Brown will be a head coach one day. I I think uh, this past year was tough and people are going to hold it against him when everything went sideways in Carolina. It does not do him well when Frank Reich, I think, pressured by the owner, takes back play calling duties midseason after only giving them to him a few weeks earlier. But I think he will overcome that. Um, and look, everyone loves Dan Quinn, and uh, I do think he'll be a head coach again. And if it happens, I think it's probably in Seattle. But, um, you know, the way that season ended uh, is, is the first question I think you have to ask him when you sit down for an interview with him this cycle. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, Andrew Siciliano, you can watch him on NFL Network. Great insight as always. Uh, hopefully I will see you both in Las Vegas Super Bowl week and, uh, and again in Indianapolis uh, for the Combine a couple weeks later. My Come friend. on, you're, you're not coming to Mobile? Like I, my, if I found dead today, I've had my head in my laptop for the past 72 hours getting ready for the Senior Bowl. So oh, yeah. Coming to Mobile, buddy. I wish. I mean, if they would pay me. To, they, that's the thing, Andrew. And actually, I think the first time Andrew and I ever met in person was in Mobile. Um, I, they used to pay me because I used to be my job, but now they pay me to sit in this chair every day. So when I go the places, it's because I decided to go, not because you they mean, sent me. You know, there are few things better than L.A. in February, and I mean Lower Alabama. I mean, it is. It actually, in all seriousness, Mobile of all the things I got to go to when I was a beat reporter, the Senior Bowl was my favorite one every year, hands down. I, I mean. Joking aside, I love it. It sets you up for the entire year, and you learn every player's backstory before they get to the league. And so many of those players yeah. are factoring this weekend, whether it's like Jaden Reed or Luke Musgrave or, or go back last week and just here with the Rams. Last year, Puka Nakua and Steve Avila and Davis Allen and, and uh, all these guys, Byron Young, all those guys, senior bowl guys, and you get to know them and you get to know their stories before they before they make it big. And senior bowl week is always more fun if the, the so at least one of the big quarterback prospects showed up. I mean, when, I remember when Baker showed up the year that he showed up and the whole dynamic of the week changed. You got Penix totally. down there this year, and uh, uh, there's some and others Bo that Nicks. might wind up. You got Penix and Bo Nix. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, and... And Spencer Rattler, and yes, in years past, you've had Dak Prescott and Josh Allen and Justin Herbert and Daniel Jones and Baker Mayfield. Um, who else? Um, plenty of guys. Yeah, so it's, it's a good time. there first. Uh, as they like to say down there, the draft starts in Mobile. Uh, Andrew does Very call good. that for NFL Network, uh, so you can watch their coverage there uh, when, when that gets going here in a couple weeks. But yeah, I, I will be in Vegas. I will be in Indy, so hopefully I'll see you there. And uh, thank you for your time uh, here today, my friend. 
Yes, sir. As always. Uh, that is Andrew Siciliano, everybody, with us here on the Hoffman Show. When we get back, uh, react to some of what he had to say, uh, especially about kind of that dynamic it factor nature in a head coach. That's next. Also, uh, I got a little bit of story time before Logan Paulson's thoughts on Raheem Morris and Dan Quinn at the top of the hour.